Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petragallo. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a classic. Bom, 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 bom. Oh, it's a classic today, apparently. Bom, 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 bom. Judging by every woman I've ever met in my life. It's a classic. I don't know how much bum bum bumming you can do legally, so you gotta you gotta tone oh. down the bum bum bumming. Right? I'm pretty sure I'm not even doing the right tempo of it. Anyway, not. it's not. pretty woman. You haven't fucking figured it out oh. by now. And before we get started, go to iTunes, give us five stars, rate and review, tell us we're great, you love us. You hate all these movies. Just pay us back for sitting here suffering through these movies and, and, and doing it and, and suffering. There's a lot of them we've all seen and now we have to see them again and we write stuff down. And we have down. to take notes, we have to pay attention. So sign in, it takes 30 seconds, give us yeah, a review. Yeah, just give it. us a five-star review. That and would just, help. Yeah, just you know, tell us how your day was or whatever you want to do. But anyway, we got uh, Pretty Woman, year 1990, starring Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. The IMB... IMB. I always mess it up. <laughs> you have okay. a real problem with that. <laughs> the IMDB description. Yay. <laughs> a man in a legal but hurtful business needs an escort for some social events, and he hires a beautiful prostitute he meets only to fall in love. <laughs> Who does? Who hasn't done that before, though? <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Who hasn't One, done that? Who, what kind of a job is a legal but hurtful business? <laughs> why would you be in it? A lot of but them. Why would you be in it? It's hurtful. Those are the ones that make money. Okay. And he needs an escort for some social events. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> go, go stag. Get over it. Just go stag. That's totally fine. Um, and he hired a beautiful prostitute. But only to fall in love. Ready for your fun fact this week? It happens all the time, I think. It's very common. This fun fact is great. I'm into it. What do you got? Okay. Now, I know you're not going to believe me. Lay it on me. But it's super true. (laughs) Steven Seagal was originally cast to play Edward Lewis in the Richard Gere's role. Well, (laughs) most roles either Richard Gere or Steven Seagal have had. My first thought was you could put the other one in there. So that's really... This movie would have been better with Steven Seagal. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. When an early draft of the script contained more action and several uh, sequences of martial arts, the director <laughs> <laughs> the director decided he's going to cut all of that stuff. What the fuck? 
And Hold Steven on. Seagal was super angry okay. and, and left the project. This movie is directed by goofy-ass Gary Marshall, first yeah. of all, okay? He was a great director, him and Penny Marshall. We yeah. all direct everything. But here's but what, at what point did Gary Marshall sign on to a martial arts movie, yeah. number one? There was martial arts and did, fight did, scenes. Is that what Seagal was thinking? I like, just want to know when those would be. Seagal, like, I want to make a good movie. You know, I got really <laughs> you know, to kick a lot of ass. I'm going to do this Gary Marshall picture. I think he's got the vision for a martial arts picture that I really want to make. Ladies and gentlemen, go on iTunes and give a five-star review because somehow we were able to land Steven Seagal for this podcast. Oh, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Steven. That's all right, guys. I got to go Thanks now. for joining us, I got Steven. to fight. Okay, that's my favorite, but apparently he didn't do Pretty Woman and instead he did Hard to Kill, which I think those... Those titles are also interchangeable. I would have loved to have seen Richard Gere in Hard to Kill. That would have been the one I wanted to see. <laughs> I want to see that one. Yeah. Because Richard Gere looks like a glazed ham with his shirt off. He has no... It's not great. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he... He doesn't seem very hard to kill. Is no. It would be a very short movie if he was in that movie. Hard to Kill. No, he's no, not. never okay. mind. Never mind. Okay. So we start out the movie... Isn't that a fun, fun fact? That was okay. an amazing fun fact. Okay, I thought you'd like that one. Top notch. We start at a party, and this guy's doing like a weird penny trick, but they're like yeah. giant pennies, and it's dumb. I'm just happy we didn't open on little girls pretending to get married like we do in half oh, of these movies. Oh, God. That's, that's right away. I'm thrilled. No, instead, we have a very young Jason Alexander on the screen. He is wandering about the party. Yes. That Seems was, very important. I'm so happy to see Jason Alexander, weren't you? Well, only because I know how he gets at the end of the movie, and what? so no, I was not. Well, his character's a dick, but I was just happy to see him. Like, George Costanza? Yeah, because it's Costanza, so it's like seeing an old friend when you see him. You're just hey, like, hey, it's Jason guy. Alexander. Yeah, All right. that guy. Um, he is apparently Richard Gere's lawyer. Seems like Also it. featured in this scene, tons of mullets. Oh, everybody's good. It's 1990. <laughs> they filmed it in 89. This is mullet yeah. time. This is high time for mullet. This is when mullets were moosed, too. Mm-hmm. They put mo- this wasn't oh, like it a, was gross. This wasn't a dry mullet They all time. look sweaty mullets. Yeah, it's so disgusting. Yeah, this is like you moosed up your mullet and really styled it. So Richard Gere is apparently in the other room. He's on the phone with his wife or girlfriend, girlfriend. or whatever. Yeah, he says... Yeah. And they are breaking up with each other on the phone. Very, very uh, formally, too. It's just they're very... It's a very polite, mm-hmm. formal breakup. Well, the girlfriend is upset. I think her name is Jessica. Jessica. And she name. says that it's because she feels like she only talks to his secretary, yeah. not him. Well, yeah. Which, fuck you, Richard Gere. Don't do that. Yeah. Well, how do you think they started hanging out? You think it was probably they made dates with the secretary, and now she's tired of it, of course. Well, yeah. So anyway, um, and she's like, I feel like I'm always at your beck and call because like, oh, I need you to come to this party and be my arm candy understandable grievance. I can see that, yeah. Yeah, you signed on to this, Jessica. Yeah, I feel like that's what she signed up for, though. Yeah. But now she's, she doesn't like the bargain anymore, and she has the right to take a walk if she wants. Good for you, Jessica. You go, Jessica. Yeah. Get out so of there. So she's just like, see you later, I'm moving out of the house. Yeah. Right? So Richard Gere is now upset, and he's like, ugh, and he sees some other lady that he used to date, and he's like, do you feel like you talked to my secretary the whole time? She's like, yeah, she was one of my bridesmaids. So we get it. Richard Gere is a busy man, incapable of love. Well, he just doesn't have time for it. 
He's just, it's not his number one priority. No, no, he's incapable. Well, I don't think he's incapable. He's no, just, no, he well, just doesn't We find out that he's very capable, but at this yeah. very juncture, he's incapable. Well, we don't know what this blood. Jessica lady was all about. Maybe she wasn't that great. She probably had problems. Maybe she wasn't that You're great. Right. And he We're was not, just yeah. like, yeah. You're right. We're not giving Richard Gere the benefit yeah, maybe of the he doubt. Maybe was, she was lukewarm on him, mm-hmm. or she, he was lukewarm on her the whole time. What I love, though, is that she just says goodbye Edward, and then hangs up the phone, and yeah. he's like, goodbye, Jessica, after they hung up the phone. I don't know what the point of that Whoever was. Whoever did the foley on that really screwed the pooch. Yeah, I don't understand why they would do that, because it's not I like, they, if there was another person in the room, that would make sense, because he didn't like, want uh, he Oh, didn't... yeah, I totally didn't get hung up exactly. on. Exactly, but, yeah. but that's not the case. He's all alone up there. I don't understand. Yeah, so anyway, we, we now understand that uh, Richard Gere is a sought-after man, Judging by Jason Alexander, always looking for him. By the way, I'm just going to call him George Costanza. Because you might as well. It's George, George Costanza. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's sought after. He's very important. He doesn't have time. He's the guest of honor at the party. Guest Everybody of honor at the party. Doesn't have time for ladies. Now we know. We know what Richard Gere's life is all about. Okay? So now we have to go to the other. We do that by him taking George Costanza's lotus. His very expensive brand new car, Richard Gere takes it. Well, no, no, it. this is parallel right now because we meet Julie yeah. Roberts before. When she has the alarm clock. Yeah. Yeah. And she's sleeping in her underwear all Which weird. Which is amazing that hookers have alarm clocks. What's, might as well just be a receptionist at that point. What, what, I would think that would be one of the advantages. <laughs> to get being, a desk job. If there's any advantage to being a hooker, it's no alarm. I would think that would be the one advantage to <laughs> I it. I choose my own hours. Like that, Yeah. Like she, yeah. she always says to, I choose who and when and where and for and how, how much. much. But I don't choose when I wake up. I yeah, have to be I there have at to a be very there specific seven. Time. That's when the good hours are. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Richard Gere can't find his car, but he needs to go to the Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. Wilshire, or whatever. And so he borrows Jace, or George Costanza's car, which is like a Lotus. Steals it, really. Or he just takes his keys. Well, no, he him. says, Can I borrow your car? And, yeah. Jace, and George Costanza says, Yeah, you can. And then he's like, Wait, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to Beverly Hills. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's just he kind of just muscles him, strong arms him into giving him his well, car. Well, yeah, that's the theme of Richard Gere in yeah. this movie is that he strong arms everything. Everybody. He not take, really, though. He takes off into L.A., and then we get the montage of 1990 L.A. And he's terrible at... Ooh, we did get... We got an insight into the prostitution world on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. As well as, like, a guy... An old, white, rich guy who can't drive a stick shift. No. But during the montage, we got to see a giant billboard on the side of a building of Bo Jackson... And it, <laughs> I didn't even see that. Of it course, made you me saw feel that. eleven again. It's the Bo Jackson where he's wearing like the football pants and shoulder pads, and he's got a baseball bat like over his shoulder. He's standing. It was a famous card. It was a 1990 score football card. It of course, was, you noticed that. I believe, that. or maybe pro set. I'm not sure. But of it course, was, you noticed that. It was a very famous card, and it was very sought after by everyone in the fifth grade. And mm-hmm. that was on the thing, and I was like, oh my god, it was very nostalgic for me. I enjoyed it a lot. So we see. Uh, Julie Roberts, and apparently she can't even pay her rent. We see her getting all dolled up for the evening, and uh, she sees her little landlord saying, "Like, hey, I gotta collect money from everybody at the end of the month." And so, do- dolled up, it means putting a pair of waders on to like go out, go out uh, yeah. trout fishing in a stream. And uh, that was an outfit, which and- totally, by the way, the outfit that she wears is like a normal outfit now. Yeah, nobody would look twice at her now. Yeah. She could go to work in that now, like in an office. Yeah. yeah. She could just go out to brunch no, with no her one girlfriends would look twice. and everybody would be, be like, she looks fierce today. Yeah, yeah, look at that. She's not afraid to show off. They would, just, yeah, there'd mm-hmm. be articles about her. 
Look yeah, it would be like a BuzzFeed yeah. style thing. Okay, <laughs> yeah. anyway. So uh, we go from somebody who is the highlight of the party, guest of honor at the party, to another person who can't even pay her rent with her toilet money. Yeah, she's got money in her toilet tank. Yeah, she got money in the toilet tank and she's upset. So now we cut to like a bar or whatever. Yeah. And Hank Azaria is there and he's talking to some guy. And they're basically going over prostitute politics. Well, the Hank Azaria is a a detective and there's a dead hooker. And he's questioning people about the dead prostitute. But he's like, oh, do you know who she hangs out with? I don't know, man. I don't know who she hangs out with. Does she have a pimp? Like, they're, like, doing... One of the three black guys in L.A., by the way. And he's wearing, like, a Rastafari There are exactly three black people in this movie. One of them's a crazy guy who walks around going, Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? What's your dream? That's one guy. He's just a crazy street guy. This guy, who's, I'm presuming, a pimp because he's being questioned about a dead prostitute and he's hanging out with the prostitutes. And the cop asks him, What do you do? And he's like, Oh, I don't know. He's a pimp or does something nefarious. And the third guy's a goddamn limo driver. This is LA in 1990. Tons of black people, three black people in the whole movie in service jobs. That's it. No wonder why the fuck they rioted. I'm telling you. No wonder why there were riots in 1992. It wasn't Rodney King. It was this movie. It they were tired of movie. never being it in movies. It must have been this movie. They were movie. like, fucking, we're here, you know. God damn it. And then they, I, I would have rioted too. Good for you. I'm with you. That's all I have to say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that. So J-Rob is pretty pissed at her roommate, which her roommate's name is Kit. Um, yes. But she is like Miss 1990 whatever. I don't remember what her name is at all. Yeah, she was in a sitcom too in the 90s. She's she got she got around in the 90s. I feel like, was she in News Radio? And then disappeared. She was in News. Was she in Just Shoot Me? Yeah, she was in Just, Just Shoot, Shoot Me. Me. That's what she was in. And yeah. then she disappeared when it, when the clock turned 2000. She disappeared like Cinderella's carriage. That was uh, it. Never to be seen again. Yeah, but we saw this. We so. did see this. This was the beginning of her decade. So she's J. Rob's upset with Miss nineteen ninety whatever. Just shoot me, and <laughs> a lot Kit, of names. whatever. Miss nineteen ninety Kit, just shoot me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking the whole time yeah. during this movie. Um, so she apparently is doing drugs. She's got a pimp named Carlos, and so you know, well, not really a pimp. I guess they're like in like a weird trial phase. Of perhaps yeah, the, I would like to get on board this with this. This is really weird. Yeah, you come on board like it's some sort of temp agency and you, yeah. you just feel it out and see if you like it. And I'm just not, trying it out. That's not how pimping works. Pimps no. get a girl in and then that's their girl and they keep them with yeah. violence if necessary. And But he really likes Julie Roberts and for he some said, reason. I said the dead girl, the dead prostitute that, uh, that Hank Azaria yes, was questioning Marie. about. Yeah. Uh, she was a crackhead according yeah. to Miss 1990's Just Shoot just Me. Just Kit. Uh, and she said, you know, it's crazy because Carlos has been trying to get her off crack for like six months. So this is a pimp that gives trial periods and tries to clean girls up. <laughs> Who are these pimps? What is the, these pimps I, do not exist. I was not convinced that that was not Paul Rodriguez, by the way. It's, it might have been. We it wasn't. never know. But you never know. It should have been. So just Kit Me and J-Rob go okay. out to their corner. <laughs> All right. All right. They're doing some hooker turf wars. A little oh, yeah, house yeah, yeah. cleaning. They're clearing some girl. And her off the name corner. is Rizzo. Yeah, they're clearing Rizzo, and then the girl, and then in the same scene, that girl's name is Rizzo, and then uh, what's her name? Julia Roberts has a wig on and asks if she looks like Carol Channing, and I oh was boy. like, "There's a wow, this is too close." No, you look maybe you look like Stockard Channing. No, Rizzo. No. Ah. So anyway, uh, put your they... shoes on, Olivia Newton-John. God damn it! There's no reason to have them off at Thunder Road. 
fuck. Or on Hollywood Boulevard. Or on Hollywood Boulevard, <laughs> even though she's not even in the movie. Oh, my God. Rizzo should have been singing There Are Worse Things That I Could Do. Oh, Julia Roberts should have sang that at some point in the movie. That would have been beautiful. Let's figure out a way that we could incorporate There Are Worse Things That I Could Do into every single episode that we do. At what, point it, should have been, at what point it should have been performed? Yeah, because, okay. you know, they're always assholes. Okay. So. This would be the, there are worse things I could do. We're going to have a Rizzo moment every yeah. single, I'll come up with a theme song, we'll do it. Okay, okay. Yeah, wonderful, we just it. came right. up with a thing. You're it's welcome, thing. people. Yeah. Five stars on iTunes. Five stars on iTunes for Because you just witnessed brilliance. You just made me, I, you just witnessed me being up later coming up with a yep. theme song now. Sorry. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay, so this one guy, like, they're like, hey, baby, what's going on? This guy goes, how about a freebie? It's my birthday. And I realized in that moment that I would be the worst prostitute ever. Well, yeah, you're very, like you'd be a surly prostitute. It That's would not worst. be great. Nobody wants a surly prostitute, really. Yeah, I don't think I'd get paid much. No, they'd be like, God, never mind. You're kind of grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? The world is better off that I'm not a prostitute. Honestly, I mean, I would just be really, I mean, come on. It doesn't seem like it's a good thing to do I'm right now. I'm happy I'm not a prostitute. Thank you. So now here comes Richard Gere. Yeah. All right, he's coming down in the Lotus, stalling out like a fucking idiot. Grinding those gears. Grinding the gears. And uh, they're like, ooh, okay, expensive car. Go hit him up. J- they're like, you're looking hot tonight, J-Rob, with that wig that you do not look hot in right now. No, I don't know why she's It was wearing... not wonderful. It's a terrible wig. I don't know what her deal was with the wig. No. So she uh, approaches the car and she's like, hey, baby, you looking for a date? Not a great line. Try to be a little bit more. That's just cliche hooker line. I think they were just like, yeah, let's just make her. You want to stand out. I agree. I agree. Maybe from the other hookers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he's like, yeah, no, I just need directions. And so she charges him five dollars for directions. Well, ten, and eventually. Yeah, she says it's ten, which is fucking rude. And then he says, I won't pay for directions. She says, okay, now it's 10. And then she gets in the car and he pays her 20 for the personal escort. Yeah, okay. That's the thing. Okay. I That's thought that she just got in the car for only $5. No. Okay. So here's my question. So she charges for directions. She gets in the car only for like 10 bucks. Yeah. All right. Fine. $10. She, yeah. she gets to drive the car. Well, she says for 20, I'll give you a personal escort and just takes the 20. And he's like, all right. But then doesn't he give her another $20? No, that's the 20 he gives her. Oh, okay. All right, well, whatever. whatever. It doesn't that's matter. Really... What was the plan when she got to the destination? She's just she going to hoof gonna... it on the way back? It wasn't very far. And what so... if he was going to kill her by the time that's, that he was there? That's what I, She's well, an idiot. I think if you're a prostitute, you kind of have to throw that caution to the wind when it comes to that. I mean, Yeah, you, you just do that with reckless abandon. I think you point. just go on odds. If you're like, okay, three guys, one of them's wearing a mask and they're in a windowless van. You maybe look at that different than I'll one guy it. really well-dressed driving a $100,000 car. He probably doesn't want blood you, on his you, suit. You take that gamble. You say he probably doesn't want blood on his suit. Uh, it's, you know, he won't yeah, kill you, me, I Yeah, assume. you take that gamble. I think anyway. so, too. So she says she's going to get a... Ta- they drop her off at the whatever the fuck expensive hotel. Yeah. And she says, I'm going to get a taxi with her $20, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, dumb, because the taxi would have been super expensive, and then you would have lost all $20 that you well, just got. Well, that's why she goes into the bus stop. Well, that she was dumb. Not. She's like, oh, I like the bus. It's like, no, 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 honey. You don't like the bus. You can yeah. afford the bus. Yeah, she was trying to act like she wasn't a low-class uh, 
you know, she was trying to act like she was like, you know, oh, I'll take a cab. And then it was like, oh, no, I, you know, I like the bus. Yeah, she's trying to be quirky. She was, well, she was just it's trying to. It's more like yeah. a limousine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like a limousine. It's more like public only, transportation. Only with homeless people, which makes me feel better about myself. Because at least I'm not homeless. Yeah, almost. She did have to climb out a fire escape to run away from her landlord for rent. That's so true. she's That's on the true. border. She's on the brink because her toilet money is empty. Yeah. Um, so then he says, like, hey, why don't you come in the hotel with me? Yeah. And let's party. Or not really let's party. Yeah. But he's like... Hundred bucks Would you an hour, company? Huh? Yeah, hundred dollars yeah. an hour, huh? He asked her, "What kind of money do you do you ladies bring in?" Just ballpark, like he was trying to, yeah, act like he was doing market research or something. <laughs> See when, <laughs> what are what are hookers being? Like he was doing a USA Today fucking article. Yeah, my client. Okay, no, so he, um, so he's like, yeah, all right, well, you know, why don't you come by with me? I'll give you a hundred dollars for you to hang out with me for you know whatever. Yeah, and I think it's mostly because he just feels bad. It seems like he seems curious. He just seems he seems very intrigued by her as a person for some reason. I don't Everybody know Everybody was in 1990. Yeah, I think cuz you were, there was a lot less. You didn't have the internet. Yeah, it's no true. No social media. You were like, "What's up with this person? I think I'll give it a time. I think I'll give it some time because you had nothing yeah. else to do. What else yeah. were you going to do?" Yeah. Well, those brows too. Wow. Well, she, everyone had eyebrows in mm-hmm. this movie. They all could need a weed whacker taken to them. <laughs> Hedge trimming. Anyway, so he she goes up to the hotel with them, and she's very out of place. Yeah, I would say she's so, where she's very scantily clad. Plus, she's like whoa when she walks in the holy lobby. Holy shit! Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! Sounds like Bill and Ted when she walks in. She's yeah. Like, whoa, man. Wow, yeah. Radical. Yeah. This is totally bogus. Okay, so she is, um, you know, flabbergasted by whatever the hell is going on in the hotel, just existing. And then they go <laughs> up to the room. And she does this stupid fucking line where there's this old couple that's sitting next to her waiting to get on the air on the airplane in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So get right on the airplane. Wow, I need yeah. help today. Anyway, she says there's a run in my pantyhose, but I'm not wearing pantyhose. That's not a necessary line. No, she was just. And then she says later on, "Sorry, I couldn't help it." Like she was just picking on them for staring at her. But you're dressed like a prostitute in, a, in like a fancy hotel. You can expect looks. Yeah, at least looks. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not even like you're in a costume. You're dressed like a prostitute. If you were dressed like Batman, people would look at you too. You're in a costume. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you, you were in there, probably a, just dressed like Batman. In a full fireman outfit with a helmet, people just you know they'd be looking at you to wonder where the fire is. Like, yeah. They're wondering where are where, you here? Yeah. Where's your, yeah. Where's the dick you're sucking? They're wondering. Whoa. It's the same thing. I'm, that's what they're wondering. Whoa. Hey, that's clearly what she's there to do. So she Talk goes into it. the room and she says, you can pay me. That's one way to break the ice. That is one way to break the Cause, ice. Yeah, because they talk and she says she's from Georgia, yeah. which explains her sometimes Southern accent. And sort sometimes. Of. Yeah, she just reminds me of like your Andy McDowell thing. Yeah, well, she kind of sounds like uh, she sounds. She's like a Kevin Costner character, like that goes in and out of accents. Yep. That he's that's what she does when she talks to just Kit me. She has a New York accent like her. Just Kit. She me. talks just like Kit when she's talking yeah. to Kit, and then when she talks to everyone else, she sometimes has a Southern accent, sometimes none. Yeah, J. Rob is absolutely terrible at being cute. She's trying to be all weird and like flirty with Richard Gere, and it's just not landing at no. all. Yeah. Um, he says he's in town for business and she's like oh then you must be a lawyer yeah because lawyers are the only one that have business anywhere what the fuck are you yeah, talking about I don't think she just doesn't know anything about the white collar world and I she's guess just not like, I've heard of lawyers yeah. um, so he says how much would it be for you to stay the night 
Yeah. Tonight, like the whole night. And she's like, oh, you couldn't afford it. Uh, bitch, he's in the penthouse. You don't yeah. think he can fucking afford it? Yeah, she, he can afford he it. He has a lotus. And this, like, this room is ginormous. Like, he has people who know who he is. Like, yeah. He can definitely afford $300. And he's I like, yeah, all right. He, he's like, yeah, sure, here you go. Throws it right at her. Like, yeah, he's problem. like, all right, fine, done. Like, like he's like, oh, oh my God, she's going to charge me $1,000 for this. Like, throws it at her like Sonny Corleone after he beat up a photographer. Yeah, like, that, was so, yeah, good. Yourself up, that was so good. That was so good. Uh, so she starts laughing at all the wrong times in I Love Lucy. Yeah, the grape smashing. Yeah, there, she's in like Italy. smashing all the grapes. And I'm watching, and I never noticed that she like laughs weird during the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. They said, really yuck it up. And oh. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So no, sorry. We missed an important, Her a key picnic? part. Well, no, not the carpet picnic. Uh, so they have champagne and strawberries, and she goes to go to the bathroom to oh, floss her yeah, teeth yeah. because she gets the strawberry seeds stuck in her mouth. Yes, or her awful. teeth or whatever. Richard Gere's like, "Don't do drugs." He's like, "I don't want any drugs in here" because she's hiding something behind her back, and he's like, "I don't Which, want any drugs in here." And he grabs her. What's this? And it's dental floss. I don't know head. why she'd be weird about dental floss at all. I, I don't know. I, I, she I, already I, did like a weird condom thing. Yeah, she offered him so, a plethora of condoms. Which so, one would you like? So the floss part wouldn't even be remotely a problem. No, she'd be like, "Do you hey, remember I'm my whole condom quick. gig?" I got some seeds happening here. Yeah, remember my whole condom gig? Yeah. Yeah. I got a whole spiel about dental floss. You want some? Like, is this when she when I uh, he asked what she does? That's after the I Love Lucy thing. She said, "What do you want?" And he says, "What do you do?" Yeah. And her answer is everything. And then she doesn't kiss on the mouth. Except for kissing on the mouth, which, as a, you know, he, immediately oh. he just started thinking of things he could put up her butt. When, as, soon as, she, as soon as she said everything, he's like, ooh, I can do weird things to this one. You know he was. He's just that kind of guy, you can tell. Or put things up his butt. Oh, Allegedly. That's, that's, not that's not true. That's not true. But it's funny. So. It's still funny. I don't know what it is about that. Okay. Um, Allegedly. It's allegedly. not even alleged. It's not true. It's known as a not. It's known as a complete hoax. Allegedly, <laughs> you got to keep it going for comedic purposes. We have no other example of a man who put vermin inside of him that we know of. No other examples, yeah. so we have to use them. All right, but my first question would be if I was J. Rob and I was like, "Yeah, I'll do anything, but I don't kiss on the mouth." And then he goes, "Cool, me neither." I'd be like, "Wait, why don't you kiss on the mouth?" Like that'd be my first question. Yeah, yeah. So why? What's your fucking deal? <laughs> Why? What's wrong? What's your story? What <laughs> yeah. happened? Do you have some weird PTSD thing yeah. with it? Like, what happened to you? Yeah, what, what happened doing? to you? And whatever. The next morning, they wake up, and all of a sudden, like, fucking Julia Roberts. Here it is again. Julia Roberts knows how to tie a tie. Yeah, like I said, that's we said this in another episode. I think that's the mark of a top-tier prostitute right there. Knowing how to tie a tie? tie, a tie. That's, like, extra above and beyond servicing. Services right there. That's well worth the three hundred dollars. Like, yeah, that's, really, she's selling herself short. I think so too. That's what I mean. She should. She's tying ties. She's talking to him about his bullshit. I think. Yeah. Yeah. She deserves more. So she says, "I want to take a bath before I leave." Take a swim in your tub is her exact words. Well, yeah, and that's why I think that she might have brain damage. I've said this in every episode so far that this person clear obviously has a head injury or there's some a sort lot of, of head damage. injuries because she just speaks when it's not appropriate but in this movie i'm not going to go with a head injury i'm going to go with an aggressive a particularly aggressive strain of syphilis from all of the <laughs> prostitutes that has really attacked the brain and it's making her into a pudding person it i believe that literally like, she just blurts out stuff like oh wow or like you know this is a restaurant like oh what <laughs> yeah. fork do i use yeah. like she's like so 
whatever. So, oh, my favorite line was that Richard Gere says, like, oh, where did you learn to tie a tie like that? She's like, well, I had a grandfather who was nice to me. So is that, that why was, you ended up as a prostitute? Uh, or? Apparently, yeah. It's, so grandfathers be mean to your granddaughters. It'll become prostitutes. Yeah. Don't teach them how to tie a tie. That's, yeah. It's a straight road. Costanza calls Richard Gere and says, you know, it'd be really great if you could have a date to this dinner. Yes, that they're going Whatever. to. Whatever, which the, who gives a shit. The, uh, with the like head of a company that he's trying to acquire. Yeah. But Costanza is like, it'd be really great if you had a date to that. Yeah, keep you know, it like, social, you know, make it nice. Yeah, whatever, because yeah. you're going out with an old man and his son. And his grandson. His grandson, and then it's going to be you. So it'd be actually much better if it was just you going. Yeah, it's odd, bringing a date. She's the only one not involved in the business. It's not like well, yeah, the old because, man's bringing a non-business well, entity, too. Then he looks better because then he looks like they're, you know he's outnumbered. He can make them feel better because yeah. he's outnumbered. And then he'd be like, you know, and then win them over that way. And that way it would feel much more satisfying. Yeah, I don't know about his business and how, it, how he's going to No, I'm telling him how his it. business should be. Richard Gere, if you're listening, and I know you are. He seems like he's doing fine in this movie. You're, you're listening, Richard Gere. Ooh. I know you are. I think he gave up Do after your better. gerbil comment. I think after you started uh, talking no, about rodents. No, he gets it. I think he gets he, it. I think he probably turned it no, off No, he gets it. Point. He just texted me right now. Sorry to offend you, Rich. Sorry about <laughs> he that. He just texted me right Dickie, now. Dickie, baby, said, call me. I'm sorry. He said, LOL. Honestly. Dickie, I'm sorry for that. I call him Dickie. We're pals like that. No, you're not. Yeah, so no, he wants to hire J-Rob as his girlfriend for the week. He's going to hire her as an employee because he wants a professional. As one does. And they negotiate really easily, too, for like a businessman. She's yes, like, that ah, costs you $4,000 to have me for the week. And he goes, two. She's like, three. He goes, done. It's like, that seemed like you could have gotten higher, J-Rob. He, he, she could have gotten higher. He could have gotten lower, probably. I feel like everybody just, they, they said. Oh, yeah, she didn't her. even have $100, so. To him, it was funny. He's like, the 3000 means nothing to him. So he's yeah. like, this is kind of funny. I'm negotiating with a hooker like this, like, like she's some kind of business person. Yep. <laughs> so he leaves her some cashola so she can go shopping and get a dress for the evening. Oh, Christ, here we uh, go. So we have our iconic shopping scenes. Yes, okay? the first one. Where yeah, she where she booted. where she goes and she sees the ice queen and her sidekick, and she's like, "We don't have anything in this store for you." It's very expensive. It's very expensive. These women in the shop really seem to take just joy in treating her badly, and they they take their braids seriously too. Man, they do. Those are some serious braids, but they don't seem to do it like they feel like. It's even like, hey, I'm just doing my job. They seem to, they're like like, like eighth graders in a cafeteria. Yeah, they're mean. They're like, you can't come here. You can't sit at our table. You're a skank. You it's can't sit with us. So weird. No, and it was rude. And so they made Julie Roberts, J-Rob, feel less than. Which, yeah, yeah. she's on Rodeo Drive. She is less than she is dressed like a like a hardcore prostitute for 1990 well yeah so we're keep in mind we're in 1990 yeah, yeah so according to them she is less than yeah 2017 j-rob you bitch you bad as hell go okay. in there and raise hell you yeah, tell them no no i have money yeah, no one i'm care. buying this shit but 1990 i understand 2017 you don't know who has money People dress like complete bums who are millionaires. It's very strange. Yeah. So she could they don't be wear deodorant. Yeah. She could just be some, you know, eccentric trust fund kid. They'd have no idea that she likes to dress like a prostitute to piss off her father. They have no idea. Yep. I say let them get in and see if they have any money first. If not, then you can kick them out. But yeah. hey, they're just dressed like a prostitute. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? 
So she goes back to the hotel because she's upset. She's fruitless in her endeavors, and she's like, meh. So she tries to go back up to her room. She doesn't have the card, whatever. Uh, Hector Lasagna, would you say his name <laughs> was? Lasagna. Okay, Hector Lasagna. <laughs> uh, she asked me what's his name, and I said his name, and she thought I said Hector Lasagna. She's like, Hector Lasagna? I'm like, yeah, no, that's his I name. was, I was convinced. His name is Hector Lasagna. So, so his, it doesn't matter. His name is Hector Lasagna now. It's now so. Hector Lasagna. I don't think there's any way around that whatsoever. He always plays the same guy. Yeah. He's like an aide to like yeah. a like a girl with thick eyebrows and curly hair. Yeah, he's like an aide to somebody. He's a he's like a he's almost like a guardian angel type always. A guardian angel his, to the swarthy. So yes, exactly. <gasps> oh my god, he could be like beauty school dropout. He could be Frankie, Frankie Avalon yeah. coming on, Hector Lasagna. Maybe they could do a duet. <laughs> Lasagna, Avalon, duet. Well, want it to be Frankie Lasagna. Oh, that'd be beautiful. This Saturday night, one night only. Lasagna. Avalon. Be there. Lasagna Avalon. Well, he's Hector Lasagna and Frankie Avalon. Oh my God, you guys. Five-star review on iTunes because we got Hector Lasagna and Frankie Avalon performing live Yay, later guys, at the end of we, this episode. We've brokered it so they're going to perform together. At the end of the dead. episode. <laughs> at the end of the episode. Is Frankie Avalon alive? No. Okay. Remember, he died. He's dead? Yeah, you looked it up because you, yeah. you wanted him to be a scumbag, but he was a really yeah, nice, nice man who loved his wife. <laughs> met his wife when he was like 16, and they were always together, and he died with a beautiful full head of hair. <laughs> Frankie Avalon's a top-notch individual. He Sorry, had the guinea I helmet. even thought about besmirching right. Bob Frankie. Hector Lasagna uh, is like, okay, he's given her the third degree about, yeah. you know... Hey, I get it. You're a hooker, but I'm going to try to respect you yeah. for him. Yeah. So he says, like, so I'm assuming that Richard Gere is your yeah, they do the relative and they do the it back and forth, thing. whatever. But what I love is that, so she says, like, I'm his niece. And he's like, do you have any other uncles here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never noticed how fucked up that is until today. So that's great. That I learned a lot. Making sure she'd be gone at the end of the week. Yeah. So she's upset because she has money and she wants to buy clothes. Everybody was mean to her. So she tells Hector Lasagna that, you know, everyone was mean to me. I have money. I got to buy clothes. I need to dress for dinner. So he sets her up on a girl pals date with this girl named Bridget. Yes. Bridget takes her shopping and helps her buy a cocktail dress. Yes. Very nice. This it's is very nice. J-Rob calls her Bridge, which I thought was very disrespectful, but that's fine. She should have called her Bridget. She, or at least asked, do you mind if I call I you Bridget? I think Bridge? they were getting to, to the point where she was like, Julia Roberts makes friends with everybody who's like, She's like a all big, the workers. She's like a dumb Labrador. You know. Everybody's very familiar with each other within the course of like a week. Oh, yeah. They're all... This is the longest week family. ever. Absolutely. This is conservatively a six-month-long week. I would say, and all the things that happen and how the, the, the development of personal of relationships. Yeah. Yeah, deals are made and broken and made again. Mm-hmm. That's weird. So she gets a dress, and now she's super excited and wants to tell anybody who will listen, I got a dress. Yeah, interrupting yeah. Hector Lasagna as he's trying to talk to Japanese businessmen. <laughs> yes. So she goes and she waits in the stupid lounge or whatever with her dumb dress on. and This she's, Sunday, she's, one night only, <laughs> Hector Lasagna performs in the lounge. <laughs> With the dumb dress. I'm so sorry. Uh, so she says to Richard Gere, you're late. And he says, you're stunning. Fuck you, Richard Gere. Be respectful. I know I look good. Be on time. Well, I think it's He was telling her. 
I don't think it's really. So what? He can't be held to the same standard of being on time to a business meeting. It's not really a bit. Oh well, maybe his business meeting. It is a business meeting because she's an employee. Yeah, yeah, but he's made it that. He's like, you're not my my possession this week. You're my employee this week. Yeah, yeah. So he's supposed to treat her with respect. What do you think he says? Is that how you treat your employees with respect by being late? I I think if his secretary, if he was late for his secretary, he wouldn't apologize either. Oh no, he totally would. They always apologize to their secretary. Maybe. Well, a secretary's got to bury the bodies, so, yeah. They, yeah, they they're very it. nice, their secretaries. Yeah, they, they know, know where all the ba- bodies are buried. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. So now she's at, they're at the dinner, and they're with the old man from Trading Spaces. Yeah, Mortimer. Places, remember, Mortimer. And his grandson, the weird guy that I don't know what his name was. Yeah, some ginger shithead that David. never wasn't David. in any movies. Yeah, I don't know. And, oh, yeah, um, Julia Roberts gets a crash course on Forks. From, from Hector Lasagna. Yeah, Hector Lasagna. Before, because she's like, oh, I don't know. This is your, your lasagna fork. This is your... Yeah. This is your lasagna fork. <laughs> okay. But what really made me upset is that she didn't buy herself any casual wear. No. She only bought one cocktail dress for that evening. For that, yeah. And then, like, what? That was going to be her dress for the week? She couldn't just grab a pair of jeans. Like, you know? Yeah, and like a t-shirt. Yeah, that's what I mean. something. Casual. It's 1990. Yeah. You could have worn jeans and a t-shirt. No one yeah. will no look twice. But yeah, so you. now she's in You're this good. weird hooker outfit in the the whatever, and Hector Lasagna is teaching her about the forks. Anyway, yeah. so um, they're at dinner. She doesn't really know what fork she's supposed to use. Mortimer decides to make her feel comfortable. He's like, I never know what to use. I always use my hands, which they're allowed to. Yeah. They can do whatever eating, they want. I don't know what the hell they're eating. It's like a weird cucumber sandwich thing. Yeah, it's like a pate it's, on it or something. I think it's a pate. It's very 80s. <laughs> I've watched a lot of the Food Network. Well, it's just very 80s. Pate, then they have escargot, and she slings the Yeah, because she gets a shell. snail. But what I love is that she says, when they get the snails, she goes, who ordered this? Who ordered this? Like I did. <laughs> but when she went to the bathroom, she told Richard Gere to order her food. So you know who ordered it. Well, what else is she going to do? And everyone else is the same thing. Who do you yeah, think ordered it? But I love that it's just like... <laughs> Who ordered this? Yeah, what is this? Because then the first thing that I would do is look at Richard Gere and go, Hey, Richie, it's up to 4K now. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell those me. Those were big snails, You didn't too. tell me I had to eat snails. <laughs> those were like meaty snails, those things. Yeah, and then she like, one of those snails flies out of the, yeah, the whatever, and then the yeah. waiter comedically catches it, and he's like, that happens all the time. Yeah. Whatever. Stupid. I wish it was Hector Lasagna and he was like, he's he her guardian angel. He just follow them around all the time. <laughs> he doesn't even really exist. He yeah. just follows them around. Yeah, he's just a ghost. Catches snails. Yeah. Nobody else, he's always like talking to people, but like he's always interrupted in the conversation and people aren't like, hello. Yeah. So I think yeah. he's a ghost. He might be a ghost. That's I think he's a ghost. We figured it out. Hector Lasagna. So he will be appearing with Frankie Avalon this he week. He does it, yeah. Ghosts. He doesn't interact with anybody and like, no one's phased by him, like, because he's always, like, oh, like, off and looking out in the distance. They're both dead. This Saturday night, <laughs> one yeah. night only, 8 and 10 p.m., Avalon Lasagna in Heaven. You be there. <laughs> 49.95 includes dinner. Ooh, can we have a crab buffet? I think because all old people are going to want to go to that, so you, I would think you have crab to legs, include dinner. Free yeah. crab legs. Yeah, it's probably a casino. Heaven Casino. Whatever it's a heaven, casino yeah, and resort. In Heaven. Yeah. Because they're both dead. We don't got tight slots. Sorry. No. Slots are the loosest Loose slots. slots. Loose we, slots. We got loose hey, slots. Hey, everybody. All right. So now they go back and they're um, 
they're an old married couple now. Richard oh, yeah. Gere and J-Rob. 24 hours. They're, they've, they went to dinner together, so now it's like, I mean, seriously. Connected. They're, they're an old married couple now. She's like, oh, what's wrong? Why are you upset? Are you still thinking about dinner? It's like, yeah, yeah. what, what do you doing? think, man? Yeah. You don't know me, so you're not like, oh, I can tell you're upset. Like, you yeah. don't know me. I, I agree. She has no idea who he is. Or I what. didn't even know that you were an avid flosser. So, I mean, no we're just learning Not things about each other. I thought you were a crackhead. So, she's like, oh, okay, you're all bummed out because of dinner. Like, don't think about that. Blah, 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 blah. Richard Gere goes and rage plays piano. Yeah. So, he goes and rage plays piano. Julia Roberts goes down there with him, and he just, like, clears the room. And then yeah. they bang on the piano. Yeah, all the workers, like, all the really restaurant workers. By that. Yeah, they got to close. I'd be like, no, fuck you. You have a hotel room up here. They were all listening to him play the piano, and then he asked them to leave so he could bang her in an empty banquet room. And there could have been some dishwasher hiding under a table. We have no idea what was going on. I bet you that was happening. But what I don't understand is that they could have been like, hey, listen, I want to go home. I want to finish cleaning and closing up. Yeah, well, I'm sure. You have a hotel room here, pal. I know who you are. They were instructed. It's the guy in the penthouse, and he's very important, so don't bother him. Let him play the piano till 3 in the morning if he wants to. And it was 3 in the morning because she looked at the clock, and it was 5 to 3 when she went down there looking for him. Yeah, so it was definitely 3 o'clock in the morning. Making that staff go above and beyond what they should have been doing. So the next morning, Richard Gere wakes up. He tells J-Rob, you got to go more shopping because you got one outfit yesterday. So, dumb. Yeah. And she's like, well, I didn't really have a great time shopping because everybody was mean to me. Oh, boy. And so Richard Gere is pissed. He's pissed. He does Mm -hmm. not like that at all because that's not cool. And so he goes to all these stores and he makes all these employees his bitch. Yeah, he goes and Larry Miller is there, comedian Larry Miller. Mm -hmm. I Uh, feel bad for him. And yeah, he has to suck up to Richard Gere and they have a big thing about that. He has to suck up to Oh, J-Rob. yes. He has to suck up to J- Julia Roberts. You're Which right. I will applaud Richard Gere for this. Okay. So she's like, I felt less than even though I had your money. Because he's like, well, money is good. Like, you know, money is good anywhere. It shouldn't matter who is, who has the money. Yeah. Money should talk. Agreed. Again, mm-hmm. like what you said, they should have at least tried to ask probing questions. Yeah. To see hey. if she had money. Yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, you know, it's 1990. They had weird braids tied in their hair. They did. They were really stuck up. So they were really hoity-toity. So I understand. But they're like retail workers. This is what I don't understand, exactly. too. Exactly. Since when are these... They make a re- commission. Yeah, they're not... The, the retail workers, they don't live in Beverly Hills no. with the store. The retail workers are regular people. So yeah. when? Do, how do you get so snotty? When you walk in the building, all of a sudden you think you're better than everyone else? You drive a Hyundai. Get in your Hyundai. They drive, it's 1990. You drive a Geo Metro. Get in it yeah, and go back to the valley, Geo asshole. Metro. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Go, go, go eat out shit. your shithole apartment in Torrance and be be good. Be yeah, gone. eat shit, lady. Yeah. So she goes. J. Rob, you know, goes uh, and she orders like a pizza. She gets all this stuff. She's being overwhelmed with outfits. There's five people stuffing, stuffing dresses in her face and, at all times. Yeah, and she couldn't possibly know like she doesn't even know what any of the cut like, granted i don't know what any of the cuts are either like no. if you're like what kind of um neckline is that i'm like mm, it's this yeah. one um so i get that but i mean like she doesn't know what the fuck to wear she doesn't know and she seems really young she does seem really young. she seems like this. she's like late teens early 20s she looks like she's like in her mid 20s mid to late 20s she acts like she's fourth well, fifth grade yeah because she's saying she wants to go back to high school at the end 
Yes, to get. Well, I think she's going to get her GED, is what she's thinking. Of. Well, yeah, because she wants to get her GED. Yeah, she's not going to go to class. But she said she's going to go back. No, she said she's going to go back to high school. Yeah, I think she's too probably too old to go back to high school. Like she's not going to go back and go to English class. I think she's talking about getting her diploma. Prostitute dropout. Prostitute dropout. Go back to high school. Hear this and many other songs this Saturday night when Hector Lasagna performs at the Heaven Ballroom with and special makes, guest Frankie Avalon. He tailors all the Grease songs to be about prostitution. Oh, now that I would pay to see. Right. Why is the shopping scene some sort of weird woman fantasy thing? Like every woman, that sounds I know, like a nightmare. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, but like most women, that's like they're like that's the like the fairy tale scene. They all look at that as like this iconic thing that they love. Why? What is know. it? Is it the power thing of shopping? No, thing? it's uh, just having an indispensable amount of money to buy outfits, buying clothes. It's a, okay. All right. I'm trying to put it in a, like a make a male equivalent of it. And I can't no, it's one. just. It's like it's the equivalent of like, like just you going to whatever store you want to shop taking at. Taking a guy to like a car show and being like, pick out any crazy Ferrari you want or something. Is that what no? It is? It's just the indispensable amount of money. It's That's just what I mean. you can buy whatever you want. Okay. It's not necessarily about being waited on. It's just about like, oh, okay. Like it's it's everybody's dream of just having an indispensable amount of money when you go shopping. All right, I don't know, but there's something about I can't this buy that. Extra happy. Yeah, about. that's too much. I don't want to. I don't want to be bad and spoil myself. It's just like you know. It's like okay, cool. I don't have to worry about money. It's fine. Like, yeah. That's that's everybody. That'd be like me telling you, hey. We have an unlimited amount of cash. Let's go to the grocery store. You'd be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And you'd yes. be like, let's get boar's head. You want to get five pounds of boar's head? Or let's oh. just get six. Let's be banned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. I just, I don't know. There's some weird special thing that women, it's not like even a normal. No. They're like, but, that, it's their fantasy. It's some weird thing. Well, this part is a great fantasy because J Rob confronts her fears. She sees the weird mm. braided ladies store and she's like you know what i'm not going to be intimidated by these bitches and i'm going to go in there and i'm going to give them the what for and she does she heigles them big time she gives them the a huge mistake huge mistake. yeah she says you know do big you remember mistake, me bro. and they're like no and it's like of course not you don't you have a hat on like yeah even, you're like, not dressed like a prostitute anymore well i the, the mouth is very familiar <laughs> yeah looking at that yeah it looks like at some point she's just gonna unhinge her jaws and take him down like a python i feel bad saying that but it does look it's, like that. it's excessive yeah it is so now richard gear has it seems like he's starting to to second guess you know a lot of his career choices yeah because he's saying stuff like you know, I like to build stuff. I liked blocks. Yeah, I like director sets and Legos yeah. and blocks. And, and it's only because J-Rob questioned, like, okay, well, what do you do? Yeah. Like, what do you build? Like, think about it. Yeah. Because she's, she's asking him, like, how do you make money? He's like, yeah. I don't know. I don't really do anything. I just kind of buy. I, I buy companies and I sell them. I think what they're going for is he was saying how, like, he did it because his father did it and he wanted to beat his father, basically. Yeah. So I feel like he's been doing it so long and before he even thought about what he actually wanted to do, he just started mm-hmm. doing this. So now he's like, it seems like he's like, I never really thought about what I actually yeah, wanted to do. Yeah, I think or, that's exactly what it yeah. is. Um, so now we're at a polo game. Uh, we're go- Not water polo. No, this is polo polo. With polo horses. polo. Not but, Marco polo. And, and she's dressed up and Jason Alexander's there. And can I say this? I don't yeah. think Jason Alexander's good at his job. He he's seems like a very high-level uh, uh, attorney that drives a Lotus, so he's very successful. But he, he flies off the handle. 
He doesn't seem... He, he's always wrong. He's They're not always, reliable. He's always being proved wrong. He always thinks this is going to happen in a deal when the other thing happens. I don't understand why he's still... It makes no sense. He is a terrible lawyer and a terrible friend. He doesn't demonstrate his value at all ever in this movie to be like, oh, that's why he's still with Richard. It just doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, like he doesn't bail Richard Gere out all no. the time. He's like, yeah, I owe him my balls, you know, because he did this for me, blah, blah, blah. Like, Not he at just all. seems to put, set him, like, he, he creates more problems for Richard yeah, Gere. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried for Richard Gere now. I am too. See what he's happens? He's in a mental distraught because he's like oh my god i don't even know what i'm doing with my life like why am i doing this he's starting to ask himself the real questions the tough questions yeah why am i doing what i'm doing is it for me is it to make my dad mad maybe it's to make hector lasagna happy i'm not sure everybody wants to make hector lasagna happy i want to make hector lasagna happy i think it's a good idea it's a good what do you do do you just like bring him like a like a big cookie i think and like a teddy bear he's I think he's easily pleased. Oh, I know a Toblerone. Everybody would be happy with a Toblerone. Yep, I bring Hector Lasagna a Toblerone. I don't think you can go wrong with a Toblerone. It's coming for you. All right, God, the water, the polo match. Yeah, so we're at the polo polo. match. This woman says, "Oh, so you're the flavor of the month to J. Rob," which I wrote down as excessively rude. Yeah, well, they were society women trying to be bitchy. They're saying, they're like, "Oh, don't worry about that." Um, You know, Richard Gere's just the most eligible bachelor. Gross, just gross. Yeah. I just wish that women were not each like other's that. Business. They're all like a weird little. That society click is weird in this it's movie. It's gross. So George Costanza is convinced that um, Julia Roberts is like a spy. Yes. Because she's talking to one of the polo players who happened to be Mortimer's, Mortimer's grandson, grandson from the dinner meeting. Yes. Yes. From the dinner meeting, David the grandson, and Richard Gere has to explain to him no. She's not. She's in sales. And I was laughing so hard because I was really hoping that he was going to say that she sells herself. But yeah. <laughs> he did not, so it was disappointing. Damn you, Richard Gere. He eventually said she's a hooker. So Richard Gere finally gives up, and he's like, oh, my God, the only reason why I have her is because she's a hooker. I needed directions, and I paid her, and now she, I just was like, hey, yeah, I need a date this week, so what's up? So five seconds later, Jason Alexander is going over going, hey, maybe after he leaves, we can get together. And sexually assaulting her. Well, not at the polo match. That's later. That was unwanted contact. I agree. sexual assault. That's aggressive. That was not sexual assault at the polo match. He was rubbing her arm. He didn't rub her arm. He touched her arm with one finger, which might be annoying and a personal intrusion and not a cool thing to do, but it's not sexual assault. That's a little extreme. Okay, it's sexual harassment. (laughs) I'll, I'll say, I'll give you that. If it's if we're in the workplace, that's sexual harassment. Outside, that's, trying, unwanted, that's trying to get it. laid in a poor way that, we're, that will get you smacked. Yeah, he's not. Right, and also, so. he's married. Yeah. I mean, if she smacked him for it, I'd have been like, good for you. Yeah, fuck yeah, him. I was really hoping yeah. that she would, but I guess I understand. She didn't want to embarrass Richard Gere. No, no, no. She was just in shock of the whole thing. Yeah. She was feeling good for a minute, and then, oh, no, yeah, that's right. I am a street hooker. That's yeah. true. Yeah, so now J-Rob's pissed because... Uh, George Costanza's like, oh, yeah. yeah, Richard Gere told me that you're a hooker. Like, don't worry about it. Maybe you and I can get together. So Ridiculous. J-Rob is now offended. By the way, we're on day two. Yeah, this is like together. day This is day three, I oh, think. Oh, this is day three. Yeah. So we're on day three of them being together. We're not going to go through every single day. Don't worry, no, no, no. I'm just saying that yeah, like, we're is... on day three. She's already upset because... Mm-hmm. Like, he called her a hooker. It's like, okay, well, He told someone she was a hooker, yeah. Three days ago, you were a hooker. Yeah, you still are. You're being paid to be here. Yeah, and actually, yeah, like... 
You know, we and they haven't had a discussion. No. Like, hey, by the way, if we're ever out in public, I won't call. I won't ever tell yeah. anybody that you're a hooker. So or like, big... hey, can you not like tell anybody what I do? Yeah, I feel like... more comfortable if you yeah. didn't. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they have a big fight, which is hilarious because you don't fight with a hooker. That's why you get a hooker. Yeah. So you don't have to fight with them. That's the whole point. And then she wants to get the fuck out. Yeah. She doesn't take the money though. Yeah, she doesn't take the money. And I wanted, I wanted to bring something up with you. What? Okay. What you as got? As much as I am worried about Angela from Bride Wars, about you know the lady got fired. Okay. Yes. Okay. The, the assistant. Lady. I am very worried about this elevator guy's work-life balance. Oh, he's just—he's there he's all the time. Around the clock. Around the clock. That elevator guy is always there. He's always there. He's always going to the penthouse. And when she, when he was there to check on, you know, when Hector Lozani used him to verify who Julia Roberts was. He said to the, to the elevator guy, did you just come off the night shift? And he said, yes. She'd been out shopping at stores, so it had to be at least past 10 o'clock in the morning. What, how, when does this night shift go? Is he working 16-hour shifts? Above the elevator. <laughs> Above the elevator. That little hatch that he pops yeah. right through it. He's got a little sleeping bag and a blanket and a little, little pillow, and he puts a nightcap on, and he goes to sleep, and he switches places with the other elevator guy in the morning. I think there's two of them, and they just take places living above the elevator. That's not a life to live. Well, you know what? That's, that's the life of service. That's what he signed up for. Richard Gere apologizes, and he said, I wasn't, ready. I wasn't prepared to talk to people about us. Don't okay. know why yeah. that's happened, but it's fine. Convinces her to stay for the rest of the week. Uh, so J-Rob kind of you know, reveals, like, this is how I got into hooking. Oh, I love this scene. This is hilarious. So she says... That she just, you know, was in school. She did okay at school. And then she, like, I don't know what happened. But then she just couldn't make the rent. And then she met just Kit Me. Yeah. And uh, Kit apparently made, uh, you know, being a hooker sound like so much fun. She said, quote, so great. She made it sound so great. She made it sound, how? How could sucking dick for $50 on Hollywood Boulevard sound so great? we decide who... We decide where, and we decide how much. What, she is that should, what that is? Yeah, something like that. She is should... where? No, uh, when. When. Who, when, and how much. She should work for... Just just kit me, should work for Richard Gere. Because if she couldn't sell that to somebody, she can sell anything. And she's going to be a valuable corporate asset. By the way, this is when the, there are worse things that I could do. Come up. Yeah, that was a up. good point. Yeah. Now she sings boom. to Richard Gere. And she yeah. says there are worse things that I could do. At the do. after the polo match when she's feeling all shitty. Yeah. At least she's safe. She uses condoms. She does. Yeah. But she still has aggressive syphilis, I think we've decided. Yeah, yeah. No, she definitely Very does. aggressive. All right. So now Richard Gere um, heigles the fuck uh, George Costanza, right in oh. the face, oh, when they, because he yeah. said that she was a hooker. Because he's like, "I'm going to go out and blah blah blah," and then George Costanza says, "With the hooker," which, yeah. by the way, it just the, reminds me of, "I was in the pool." <laughs> I was in the pool. Like whenever he yells like that, like it just makes me just, "I was in the pool." That's <laughs> like, so whatever. funny. Um, so he's like, he's like, "You better watch yourself." Yeah, yeah. George Costanza. Yeah, because he. And that's all he to... says, but that's that's a heigling. They're planting the yeah, they're planting the seeds. They're planting this, the seeds. Going to come to a head here. Yeah, there's animosity afoot. So Richard Gere takes Julia Roberts to the fucking opera in San Francisco, uh, and the bane of my existence fucking scene happens. She pops out in that stupid red dress. Yeah. And then she tries to touch the diamonds, and then he does that, and then yeah, she does yeah, that yeah, terrible yeah. laugh, and makes her laugh a horrible, horrible laugh. 
Yeah. Shrieking. James is actually shaking his fists at that scene. I was so angry at it. (laughs) He's like, ah. It's so cheesy. He treats her like she's a four-year-old and she's happily goes along with it. She acts like a four-year-old. That's what I mean. He yeah. knows. He's like, all right, I got a four-year-old right. with brain damage. So they're at the opera, and J-Rob is being all weird, and she's narrating the whole thing like, I like this. This is great. Yeah, that was My favorite line, I remember this when I was a kid. I loved this line. She said, oh, when the old lady asked her how she liked it, and she's like, oh, so good, I almost peed my pants. And the old lady was like, what? And Richard Gere says, she says she, it... Um, it wasn't. It was better than Pirates of Penzance. Yeah. She liked Pirates of Penzance, and then the old lady is like, like I don't think so. But she <laughs> goes, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, she, yeah. But then she's like, she's like mouthing like. Penzance. Yeah. It was really funny because she's like putting it together. And I, that's one of my. That was one of my favorite lines. <laughs> in the movie, besides that's... "Welcome to Hollywood," what's your dream? What's your dream? That's what's my dream? favorite line. I'm gonna be one of the only three black people in this movie, so take me all in while you can. Yep. After the opera, um, J-Rob convinces Richard Gere to take the day off. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's like, just take the day off tomorrow. You run the company. Like, why do you have to go to work? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like, I own the company. Who cares? Like, I can Which do Which is why she's a hooker. No work ethic. Yeah, no work ethic. None. But J-Rob pops a smooch ski on... On Richard Gere, which oh, yeah. is that's their big rule. That's their rule. They're tearing down the walls. <laughs> they're tearing down the walls. They're they're just ripping them down again, guys. We're only in a week. This is like day four. Yeah, this we're is really, day four. We're, yeah. yeah, it's whatever. They're really new, but still. Yeah, so now they're you know they're they're breaking all the rules for each other. Um, so she says, "I love you" before they fall asleep. Which I would imagine that you probably want the first I love you to be like the other person may be conscious. Yeah, probably. Whatever. But Richard yeah. Gere opens his eyes during that part and then just kind of stares at the camera, which you can't really tell because his eyes don't really like open. They're just like, yeah. they're just kind of, they just have like eyelids. He doesn't have indentation. It's no, just, no. Well, he's a boy. He's a blazed ham. That's why. <laughs> he doesn't have any. He's a, a animatronic glazed a giant ham. Giant animatronic glazed ham. So, uh, okay. This is where I start to get angry. Okay. Well, I've been angry, but whatever. Yeah. He says the next morning, hey, so I'd like to see you again after this week is up. I head back to New York. I can set you up with a sweet apartment. I'll get you a car and I'll give you money like for the month. Yeah. And she is upset. She's pissed. Pissed. James. Yes. I'm going to be Richard Gere. I would like you to be Julie Roberts. Well. Because you were a really great woman the last okay, time. Okay, well, let's try it. I can All right. see what I can do here. Hello, Julie Roberts. I'd really like to see you once we are finished with our week. All right, sounds good. Okay. What do you got? I'm going to be moving to New York. Okay. But you can stay here if you want. Where? At the hotel? No, 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 no. I'm going to buy you an apartment. Oh, an apartment? Okay. Yeah. Well, where am I going to just sit there? Or... <laughs> no. So I have money for you. Okay. And I'm also going to give you a car. Oh, so I can drive around <laughs> and stuff and go places. All yeah. right. Well, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then I would I would make business trips here a lot. Okay. And, and then, I could see you. Okay. So, <laughs> let me, okay. So you want to give me a car and an apartment yeah. and, a, and, a, and some money and like you and uh, I believe you said something about stores would be treat me nice too and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, everybody okay. will treat you really nice. Okay. Um. So my options are that 
or I can go back to I, I just want to get you fifty dollar blowjobs behind a dumpster. I just those are my get, options. I right? just want to get you off the street. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I think I'm I mean go, sleep on it. No, no, no. I don't want to sleep on it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm going to go back to hooking because I'm offended by your offer. <laughs> I'm offended by your offer. So there are other offers I'm going to go entertain for all in the you know fifty dollar to seventy five dollar range. But I'm going to do that. Okay. I respect your decision, Jenny okay. Roberts. Thank you very much. Sounds good. It's been a pleasure meeting but you. I'm no, I'm going no, to keep trying oh, to okay. get you to see things from my way. Well, it's a, it's, a, right. it's a good offer. That's your right, but I don't think it's as good an offer as going back to pulling money from my toilet. I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> okay, end scene. End scene. <laughs> you were really good. Thank you. See, I'm yeah. very feminine. It comes you guys, to You guys, we also got good. Julia Roberts on the podcast. Hey, Julia Roberts. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. Say hi to Hector Lasagna this Saturday night at 8 o'clock in the Heaven Ballroom. Julia Roberts will be there. Okay. So I don't understand why she's that upset about that offer. No. And she even says, she's like, oh, no, it's a really great offer. And it's like, yeah, it is a really great offer because your other yeah. offer is... Nothing. Living with Carlos and just kit me. Yeah, and becoming a getting a pimp. That's your other option. And I hanging get a out pimp. at a place called the Blue Banana. Oh, that sounds terrible. That's the worst name. All right, so Julia Roberts just wants her money and she wants to leave. Yes. She's I'm out. That's fine because I want more. Mm-hmm. She also tells um, Richard Gere that she has always she used to get locked in an attic when she was bad, and she always dreamed of somebody being. Somebody rescuing her. Yeah, the white from horse with the a, tower yeah, and whatever. Drawing their sword um, and the whole bullshit. Yeah, so she does that whole thing, um, which of course will come back later. And then you know she tells her she packs up all of her shit. It's bullshit. She got paid three thousand dollars to just kind of. Well, she didn't even have to do that much. No. She didn't have to experience like you know terrible whatever. Like she got. What seemed to be nice lovemaking. She got nice clothes and yeah. she had to stay in the penthouse and she had to be treated very well. Seems like a decent deal. And she had to keep the clothes. I, I'll date Richard Gere. I'm saying it now. Yeah, you'll do that for $3,000. Sure. Yeah, what else Sign are you going to do? Up. What do I got yeah. going on? All right, so she takes all of her shit and she gets a limo. They're like, yeah, Daryl's available. Well, yeah, the is, one other black guy. You forgot. This what? is Jason Alexander. Oh, trying yeah, that to was terrible. Her. And uh, and Richard Gere coming in and punching him, and while he was coming on to her, I just wanted Elaine to yell at him. Didn't you oh, want yeah. Elaine to come in and be like, "Do get over George," you know, like when she has his wig? <laughs> I don't like this thing. And yeah. Here's what I'm doing with it. It was too painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's I, what I wanted. I really wanted that. You're right. Because I feel like if she burst in, he would have been like, "No, no, no! I wasn't doing anything." I was in the pool. He would go right to the. I was in the pool. He'd go right into George. Mode. Yeah, he would absolutely. So yeah, that all yeah. happens. Richard so, Gere. Yeah, George. His... I think I just tried to repress that memory yeah, from yeah. my mind because I was okay. really uncomfortable. It's kind of a big scene. We had to trying to rape somebody. We couldn't leave that out. No. But yeah, George Costanza goes because, oh no, because Richard Gere blows some business deal. Yeah, the deal with Mortimer. He so just, he's yeah. upset and he goes to the hotel to like see what the fuck is wrong with Richard Gere. Yeah. And, you know, it's just Julia Roberts there. He says, maybe if I bang you, I won't care about his business deals falling through too. You know, yeah, that's yeah, what he yeah, says. yeah. Maybe so I'll feel rude. good like him. Which again, yeah. bad at your job. He's terrible at his job. He's awful at it. He's the worst. This, yeah. Now, this is full-fledged sexual assault, what he's doing That's here. This, this isn't a touch on the arm. This is no, like, no, no, I'm no. going to hump you this, right here, in the, well, right in your he face. he wasn't even, like, good at that. Because no, he wasn't he's even, awful. like, trying to, like, take her pants off nah, or anything. He, he was, was terrible. At, he just kind of, like, fell on the ground with her and, like, was doing nothing. Yeah, he was an awful. Just he's an aw- sitting he's on he, top He's of even him. bad at sexual assault, this yeah, guy. Yeah, he's really bad at sexual assault. 
She grabs all of her shit. She moves out. Daryl, the third black guy, number three, Darryl takes her takes home. Daryl uh, takes her in the limo to her apartment in wherever with Kit Kat or whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> um, and she, I'm dreaming about Kit Kats. Um, she says, you know, hey, I'm going to go back to, Julie Roberts, I'm going to go back to San Francisco. I'm going to go to high school and finish high school, whatever. And she gives Kit like a thousand dollars. I don't know. Maybe all of the money. Some money. I don't know. Handful of money. Yeah, so she gives her a lot of money. And then uh, Richard Gere decides, okay, you know, I can't live without her. I'm going to go rescue her. Track her down. Track her down. So, because the, oh, Hector Lasagna set it up. Hector Lasagna is the guardian. He's like, Daryl gave her a ride home yesterday. Like, hint, hint. And for some reason, Daryl knows all about Richard Gere's flight. Yeah, I th- I'm thinking about that. I think Hector Lasagna said, like, here's his itinerary, so he needs to be at the airport by this time for this flight. That's true. It's full service, man. Hector yeah. Lasagna does not mess around with service. Vote for Hector Lasagna. Vote Hector Lasagna 2012, or 2018. I don't know why I said, vote Hector Lasagna 2018. And while you're at it, before you vote for him, go see him this Saturday night at 8 yeah. p.m. with Frankie Avalon. Yeah, they're going to do a whole benefit concert. Oh, it's going to be good. For raising money. For Hector Lasagna 2018. Mm. Okay. So they're like, yeah, Daryl drove her to her apartment. So he just decides on the way to the airport, forget this. I'm going to go and I'm going to check out Julia Roberts' situation. You know. Yeah. Whatever. So he goes and he gets some flowers. He runs into Kit Kat a little bit. But they don't actually ever no, talk. No, they don't even like make... They don't make eye contact or anything. Mm-hmm. No, she, they, they didn't even like. She, she doesn't even like know. Like, oh hey, you must be the guy that Julie yeah. Roberts is in love Come to with. Come think of it, she never saw his face, so mm-hmm. yeah, she wouldn't know, and he wouldn't know her either. I think that's supposed to be a little. Uh, he's in the right neighborhood. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, he's he's right. He's in there. Yeah. Anyway, so he like rolls down the window of the limousine, and he's like, "Hey, oh my God, Julie Roberts, hello, he I'm saving you." He pops out the sunroof. And yeah, puts an umbrella. Up ah, I love you, and you're great. He's got flowers, and then he yeah. has to climb up there because he's, he's afraid of heights. And he's afraid of heights and whatever. And then uh, the end line is stupid. Well, it's he terrible. Says, what happens in your little fantasy? What happens after the prince rescues the princess? And she said, "Well, she rescues him right back." But she says it flat like it's like a casting agent's line read. Like, he was auditioning and she was the casting agent going, well, she rescues him right back. That's how she said it. Like, it was like, what? You couldn't do that again? Once more with feeling. Come on, Gary Marshall. Get your shit together. Anyway. um, And that's it. That was Pretty Woman. Married and they have three children. Oh. She dies like six years later from the syphilis eating her brain. Instead of her saying that... um, she rescues him right back. She should have said, you know, what happens next? She should have said he puts her up in a nice apartment. Yeah, he puts her up in a nice That condo. would have been good comedic timing. And buys her a Geo Metro. Geo Metro. All right, that was Pretty Woman. Um, yeah. It was pretty awful. Yeah. Um, okay, we're going to go to the Heigl meter. Yeah. We're going to go to the Heigl meter. To the Heigl meter. Heigl meter is our system of rating. Uh, we base it on a, a rating of zero Heigls to five Heigls. Five Heigls being the most punishing. Oh my God, couldn't stand it. Yes. Want to rip my eyes out. Um, I have no words, so James, I'm going to let you go first. You're going to let me go first? Yeah, I'm going to okay. let you Heigl it. I'm going to give this one two Heigls. Here's my, my, here's my, my math on this one. As you know, they always start out with five Heigls with me because they're going to be bad. Yeah, I'm really um, worried. 
You get one Sahigal off just for the presence of Jason Alexander because I'm always happy to see him because it's a George Costa. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. He's still George to me. It, it's George. He's not a rapist. He's George, and they're making him be a rapist. Okay. Um, one off for being generally, and I mean this. This is very subjective, but most of the movies we see, are like the Heigels, and like the, they're terribly acted. Mm-hmm. They're really contrived with every scene itself. And obviously all these stories are contrived, including this one. This is the most contrived. Mm-hmm. But the scenes themselves are very contrived. And everybody's awful. And the side actors are bad. This movie, we get Hector Lasagna. We get Larry Miller. We get a lot of like, a lot of the fill-in actors are very good. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's like, a, it's, it's a well-put-together production. Unlike most of the shit we see, which looks like okay. they shot it in a week and a half. So I'll give it that, and then one off for the Bo Jackson billboard in the opening that made me feel like I was 10 years old again. So okay. it's two Heigels. Without that Bo Jackson, Jackson, it would have been three. It's honestly, as shitty as it is, it's, it was less painful than, maybe I'm just I'm used to it because I've seen it 700 times because it's, yeah. it's, it's been on every day for 10, 20 years. I'm not sure, but yeah. whatever. I'm, I'm going to give it three Heigels. Just, I'm going to okay. give it a middle of the road um, just because I remember watching this movie on TBS all the time. Yeah. Most like all of these movies um, that I watched. But the funny thing is, is that I always remember this movie being censored. Yeah. So when Julie Roberts says like, oh, holy shit, when she like, you know, gets agreed to $3,000, I only remember that being bleeped out. Yeah. And then um, when Just Kitney says... Uh, bullshit. Yeah. And Cinder fucking Rella. Oh yeah, that's right. That's that's it's a PG-13. I always remember right? them being super bleeped out and so yeah. it was very jarring to hear them actually swear. Of course, I fucking love swearing, so I'm not opposed to it. Yes. But I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm so not used to this movie being not bleeped." But that's yeah, three Heigels just because honestly, I don't care. I yeah, I just I feel nothing right now. It's feel, hard. It's hard to judge this one because we've all seen it a trillion times. Yeah. So it's hard to judge it. It's, it. It seemed like it's better put together than some of them. Yeah. Whatever. I felt really like I, I felt minimal anger and I don't know if it's just because I was comfortably numb. That's what I mean. Um, I think we so, might be used to it. Yeah. But that's Pretty Woman. If you like that, if you liked our, if you felt our pain, bum, 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 please get on iTunes and give us five stars. Say bum, anything bum, you bum, want. Bum, we don't bum, care. But the five stars really, really help us. It would be an immense, immense help, and we would appreciate it from the bottom of our, our of our broken black hearts from this movie. It killed us. Okay. Pretty woman. I probably have to cut that out. No. Yeah, you can't sing copyrighted songs. I don't sound like Roy Orbison. No, but you can't sing the songs at all. Okay, fine. Maybe not. We'll see. Anyway. Uh, yes, thank you so much for listening to that. And uh, please check us out on social media. We're at You Got High Gold, Y O U G O T H E I G L D. They're going to be in the description so you don't have to pay attention to our spelling of it. Yes, you the, can just it'll click be in on the description. It it'll be there. And, uh, and also, you can reach me uh, at Meh4, M E H H H H, 4, 4 H's, 4, James. And I am at Jimmy P is funny. If you want to check me out there, try to spell my name or copy and paste it from the show description. It would probably be a lot easier. You can friend me on social media or do whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, get at us and we'll talk to you. Get at us and we'll talk to you. And um, we should all try to be a better class of prostitute. Let's do that. Let's everybody try to be a little better prostitute. And uh, no sexually assaulting prostitutes either. Be nice. They have a hard job. Yeah, they have a really hard job. It's tough. It's yeah. tough out there. You don't understand what their their plight is. That's right. And put some black people in your romantic comedies. That's my last oh, word damn on the it. subject. You should. All right, guys. 
See you guys next week. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.